Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My talkers, we made it through that weekend, and now we've got Lori and Julia with the whole week here with you guys. So let's sit back and enjoy Monday here with Lori and Julia. Thanks, Grant. Yes, guys. How are you? Well, you know, working a five-day week this week, Julia, after we had our little Thursday day off. That was and so, so fun. That was such a fun. I wish it was all happening all over again. It yeah. was fun. That was just a fun party. It was. Yes, it was. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, weekend came to claim to fame, kids. You go Anything? first. Oh, I just had some girlfriends up at the cabin, and it was super fun. Oh, my God. Super fun. Cool. That is always a great time. It a really, weekend. I have to be honest, mm-hmm. and it was, the water was beautiful, the swim. It was so beautiful. Well, it was rainy Saturday a oh, little yeah, bit, but yeah. then it got beautiful, and there were northern lights. Oh, oh cool. Did anyone see those? We, Neither did I wasn't we. up north. Neither <laughs> did we. we looked up Friday night for them, and then we forgot Saturday night. Oh, shoot. So we me. missed them. Yeah, but I kind of forgot fun. it did rain a little bit down here. During the day. Yeah, little, for like a couple hours yeah, there. Yeah, that was it. That was and it. that was it. It cleared up about 1 o'clock, 2 yeah. o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Do you have a weekend coming to fame? Yeah, I went down to the Hopkins Food Truck Festival, formerly the Uptown Food Truck Festival. Had a lot of food, a lot of good time. You know, there were some good bands down there, music, it, Another fun thing going on in downtown Main Street in Hopkins. Does keeping that kind of take the place of Raspberry Fest now? No, they had Raspberry Festival the weekend they before. Did. Okay. So it's that was always a fun. Time. Yeah, so two weekends in a row were downtown Hopkins. Or no, that yeah, it was two weekends in a row where downtown Hopkins was just popping. So mm-hmm. and then uh, you know, like you, I got to go see that amazing movie. Nope, nope. on Sunday night. What you you saw it Friday? I saw it Friday night. I guess we'll talk about because we got to talk about two movies, um, maybe even three, but. I guess my weekend claim to fame yes. is, I'm going to say this out loud, I'm going to thank Ethan Hawke for putting the thought in my head, but I am an officially an older young person making phone calls like crazy, trying to rally the Duluth East High School class reunion that's upcoming in two weeks. Oh, wow. And it's a big number. That's why I'm an older, young person. <laughs> and um, are people responding to your phone calls? Oh are you my, texting or actually calling? Te- no, I'm texting okay. people. Okay, so it was very funny. So, um, And there's some people in my class that have never gone to the reunion that just, you know, I, I really like. And then there are my usual suspects and then I, I have to say that in in the last year three of like people that were really popular wonderful lot of friends mixed with all the you know clicks three of them died this year three people from our class wow. have died. Wow. my friend who died from covid yes, and another yes it, so and another gal and then this other guy so i'm kind of using Death, death to motivate to scare people to, to scare come. People. You could be dead next year, and we wouldn't have been able and to say never, goodbye. We've never been able to see you. So uh, one of my buddies, I sent to him. I said, "Are you coming?" He said, 
Yes, my dear, but I'm in Mongolia at the oh moment, and I won't be home till July 28th, okay? So I told you I went to school with a bunch of cake eaters. Um, <laughs> my other friend, um, we'll just call her BS, but her name is really Brenda. <laughs> Brenda! Brenda, and I always, she's never been to one reunion. I call her, and I give her the lowdown on everything, and she... Um, She's, she wrote me a note, good God, girl, you never give up. Remember when you called me at B. Dalton to go like 35 years okay. ago? You're like the Energizer Bunny of Reunion. And then she sends me that That's picture. hysterical. 35 years ago when she worked at B. Dalton. Yeah. Remember B. Dalton? Yeah. Remember B. Dalton's? Then she sends me something. She was cleaning out her closet. This same woman, Brenda. My engagement notice in the Duluth New Tribune oh, when I uh, got married to number my second number two. Oh, God, let me see that. Oh, yeah. Hysterical. And, um... <laughs> 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 Honestly, you guys, it's so. I must have sent out thirty texts yesterday because one of the flaws of people who are older, young people, is that um, a lot of reunions rely on Facebook sure. for doing all the messaging. Yep. And I'm going to say for older, young people, only half of people are on Facebook. You and not me. Exactly, for, I missed for a, a ton of stuff because I'm not on it. Because that will—that's just yep. the primary thing. So I'll just go ahead and say, it, class of 1977, Duluth East High School, a great It is the first weekend in August. We are having a barn party with kegs, fun, and Saturday night uh, dinner. Uh, but you know, with like heavy hors d'oeuvres and, and another bonfire at the Gitchy Gammy Club. Which Where you know, your second marriage was. That's wedding. right, Julia. Yes. That's right. I was so there. Calling all classmates, but I got some... That's I, a fancy place to have a party, though, isn't it? Julia, no? of course. We're Duluth East, yes. Oh, my God. You act like you just I mean, I didn't SBA. have any money. I didn't have any money, you Good know, whatever. God. But anyway, yeah, I sent out about 20. I bribed people. I begged people. I've offered people... Places to stay. I've made arrangements. I've um, cajoled. You bribe people and offered places to stay. You don't have a place to stay. So whose homes did you offer? Oh, I've got Your a girlfriends. Few. My one buddy, Tom, Tom Matei, who had gorgeous red hair. His response to me was because he hardly ever goes. He said, yes, I'm going, and he texts me his high school. Okay, that's hysterical. Class picture. And <laughs> Look at that pic. That's I know. hysterical, Lori. So, and the one thing I will say for people who are... Older, younger people planning their reunions. One year, uh, and we've had just this wonderful girl, Patty. Shout out to you, Patty. Um, she's been the reunion organizer, even though she wasn't president, class president, vice president, secretary. Right. You know, those people don't want to do it, so you need someone in your hometown to step up. So she's organized, and we have such great fun reunions. And um, one year, I think at the 25th class reunion, she didn't do the name takes with pictures. Oh, I remember this. And she heard about it from you for 20 years ago? No, 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 no. She's had oh. them ever since. Everybody, because... You don't know who the you people are. You don't know are. who people are. You can't... Name changes. You can't, you know, like... People, people lose, lose hair, hair whatever. People get they have hair. Different people hair. gain weight, lose weight. Yeah, and no one looks like their high school self. You only look like high school once, and that's in high school. So if you see, though, someone's class picture, then you can have a homeroom flashback or... 
a keg flashback or a theater flashback or a biology lab flashback. Yours is always a theater flashback. Oh, no, I have this one girlfriend who we always (laughs) laugh and laugh about our anatomy class and dissecting the cat, Mm -hmm. Mr. Vercota, our lab teacher. Isn't that funny? So how many people are going to this? So I think we have like um, maybe, I mean, we're not even at 200 more classes, 600. That's a lot of people, Lori. That's unusual. Well, because our reunions are a blast. They that is are, unusual. They are fun. We've mm-hmm. had booze cruises. We've have we have uh, bonfires fun. down at Park Point. We do. It's always the first weekend in August. No one can believe five years have gone by. Um, Grant, the, have you been to yours? Yeah, we've had my twenties coming up next March. But yeah, we are, went to our ten year. We had a ten year. That yeah. was my first one. So yeah. my twenty years. year was the wild, oh, well, wild, and so was the twenty. Yeah. I, there's two legendary stories <laughs> about me. I may may or may not have been married. <laughs> yeah, twenties coming up, and I'm sure it'll be a good one. So. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, super. That's, that's funny that people respond with your wedding announcement with their high school picture. Still, that's it, hysterical. It is hysterical, and I so, bet you got a kick out of it. I, I, it was really fun, and yeah. you know, so that's my well, that's my weekend claim to fame: being the young, older person <laughs> rallying people to come to the reunion, whose number nobody wants to mention. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. oh, it's gonna be fun, though. Yeah, well, uh, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Mm-hmm. All right, do people know the date? What the it's, date? The date today? July twenty fifth. I seem to We're never in Leo know. season, so I've got some sex Monday. Why dating in the Leo time of the year is a good time. It here. is okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, so Grant and I, you saw part of one movie, but Grant and I both saw, and I think we both because we like um, scary movies. Scary movies, but I would call this a sci-fi scary movie. But yes. I wanted to see Nope, and so did Grant before any. Spoilers got out there because we could never figure out what it was about from the trailers, except it seemed to have a an an, an extraterrestrial element. Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. So, um, I and I don't want to give any spoilers. Mm-hmm. I will just say that it was fantastic. Thing. Jordan Peele is a genius. Uh-huh. Uh He makes nods to several directors. Um, just he's a genius because he wrote, directed, and produces. Kiki Palmer mm-hmm. is a revelation as an actor. <laughs> yes. And Daniel Kaluuya, epic eyeball acting yeah. in this because he plays oh, yeah. a very quiet man. And Donna Mills has a cameo. And Anthony <laughs> Perkins, yes, the guy from Psycho, his son also has a cameo, but I didn't know it until afterwards. Yes, you and, told me and that. is it? And was it long? It was just exciting. Uh, was it just edge of your seat, or, or was it slow? It, like you no, know, don't no. look. I thought it was absolutely fantastic, and and it's interesting. You know, on Rotten Tomatoes, no, got eighty two percent from critics, seventy one percent from audience. Mm-hmm. Um, like Chris Hewitt gave it a three and a half star. I would agree with that. Yeah. Casey gives it a three star. I heard Jason talking about uh, on his uh, show. He did he like it? He didn't like it. I think he gave it would give it like a two and a half okay. star. So the audience likes it less than the critics. But I thought it was absolutely fantastic because it was just so clever yeah. and grand. Yeah, I'm, I would agree with her. The genius behind the director and. 
you can't really say anything without kind of giving anything away. Yeah. But it's two hours long. It didn't feel like two hours long, did it? To you? Uh, and I never really knew Kiki Palmer was. I have no re- idea who. It- well, she has done. Re- she's been in things that you'd recognize, mm-hmm. but I feel like this is her name is going to be known. She did the Met Gala the last two years. Yes, she did. I know her name, but I don't know anything she's, she's been in. So she was on like the third hour or the fourth hour of GMA. She was one of the co-hosts. Oh, so with, wow. Yeah. And okay. she's acted in other things, but to me, she was, she was in, in Hustlers. Hustlers, that's right. She there was in go. Hustlers, but she's a revelation yeah, in this movie. Really good. Is yes. this two hours of on the edge of your seat anxiety? No. No, no, no. Okay, because I don't like that. Yeah, no, no, you won't be have that feeling. And no. we learn one thing about Hollywood at the beginning of the film that makes me want to know more about horse wrangling. Yeah, that's you a know, good question. Yeah. About that whole, when you think about all the Westerns that have been made in Hollywood, who were the people who, the animal wranglers and yeah. the people who owned the horses and all of that, that intrigued me. It was, yeah, very intriguing. Yeah, kind of a unique part to it but very intriguing yeah, and Absolutely. it was the number one uh movie at the box office it pushed thor love and thunder down to number two it was 44 million dollars that's good so and when we can, yeah that's really weekend, good yeah so that was pretty good i thought it might have been a little bit more because of the heat bubble that was everywhere yeah. people were very hot but yet people you know get in the water well it's 68 million to make so it's almost there in its first weekend it, it will is. do just fine and i went at the late late the latest showing on a sunday night and it was Darn near full on a Sunday night late really? showing. Yeah. yeah, you are Mr. Sunday Night Movie. Yeah, yeah and, that's the time. And Casey and I went Friday night, and it was at six thirty, and it was pretty full because they wanted to get in another. You know, that it probably I think more of the teenagers. You know, go to the Friday nine o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fun, more fun to go to, but yeah. um, um, and then the movie I didn't watch uh because it dropped on Netflix. I just didn't have time for it. The Gray Man, the Ryan Gosling, and Grant, you didn't watch it, did you yet? Actually, we started it. I started it. We too. started it. Yeah, it's good. I like it. Okay, but you started it. I started it too late. Too okay. It's kind of what we. Well, I was by myself. It was a late night, and I just started it. But I liked it. I liked the action that I saw. I did too. I okay. like. I like both Chris and I like Ryan's characters. I'm gonna finish it probably tonight because I yeah. just. It was one of those things where I started after I watched another movie last night. So I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something. I started it last night too late. Okay. <laughs> and Ryan Gosling looks hot, and yeah. Anna Armas is gorgeous. Gorgeous and Reg- Everyone's in it. Yeah, Reggie John Page is the villain. He was on GMA this morning. Now, just to give you an example of Rotten Tomatoes, the critics, 48% for Gray Man. The audience, 90%. There you go. That's like crawdads. The critics, 34%. 96 percent audience really? really i did not expect Talk that about the opposite right. thing so here's just a little bit from reje jean page who was the duke of hastings in bridgerton this is his first movie since he left the tv series and he plays a all these crazy alien stories can't be true can they hey it's Stephen diener host of the unidentified alien podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Dylan and the Gray Man. Got star the Duke of Hastings and Bridgerton. The Duke of Hastings. Back on our screens in the new action thriller, The Gray Man. Welcome, Reggae Jean Page. Welcome to GMA. How's it going? It's going great. So, what does it feel like to go from heartthrob to villain? <laughs> um, I mean, it feels great. The joy of villains is you get to just relish them. I'm just kind of with this guy, with Denny Carmichael and The Gray Man. I'm just leaning into relishing how deliciously devious he can be. Because the joy of villains, if you do them right, is that audiences get to enjoy escaping their own niceness through you. They're like, oh man, imagine if I could be that bad and just, you want to almost have a taste of it in your mouth, you know? Is it good for you as well as, well as an actor to be able to make oh, that? Oh yeah, it's just, a, I mean, hopefully, it's a holiday for myself. Like I say, Ooh. all the things that I like about myself, put them in a little box, just, just shove them under the seat <laughs> and just kind of let rip. And then you go home and you get to be nice again. It's, it's a little holiday from Britishness, essentially. He's so delightful. I know. Lovely, but he is an, a, a villain. Yes, and yeah. he's deliciously devious. I loved <laughs> yes. that. Um, let's skip ahead to the one where he, the other one where he talks about the gray man instead of the Bridgerton uh, one where he basically just said, you know, they, recast me. They lived happily ever after. Yes. We're not going to touch that. Okay, got you. Okay. I got the right one. Yep. All right, here we go. Because the joy of things if you do Ryan them right, that get to... He has one of the quirkiest sense of humor for morning television I've ever oh, seen. Yeah. Same on set? Talking very about much Ryan. the same on set. The man's hilarious, but in a very kind of dry way. Like the whole trash dash thing, I'm pretty sure that was a Gosling original. Like he just improvised between takes in ways of taking down Chris Evans' character Lloyd, who is delicious, by the way. Mm. One of the best movie films <laughs> I've seen in years. And Gosling would just like come out with different lines each take. Like he'd be like, yeah, you hit like a Lloyd. Like I think that's a Gosling <laughs> line, you know what I mean? And so you never quite know what's going to come out of his mouth, but you always know that it's he's very, very witty. And the same with both of the Chris's. Like uh -huh. incredible incredibly charming, intelligent, generous creatives who are just so sharp. I bet you they would say the same about you. Yeah. Thank you for coming oh, in. So I hope so. <laughs> and, and apparently Chris Evans as whatever villain he plays mm -hmm. in The Gray Man, Ryan Gosling, and we saw how charming, I mean, he really does, whoa, on the couch, mm -hmm. he's just running. He, he ad-libbed that line and said, you're growing, a, it's a trash Trash dash. Because it is kind of... <laughs> A bad looking, like a mustache. It's like this bar in Duluth we used to go to, and we called it the Gomez Lounge <laughs> because there were so many people, guys. With funny mustaches. With funny well, mustaches, like Gomez. This is like a smaller version. It's thick, but it's a small Tom. Se it's thick, but small. Small, right. So it, it's a trash stash. It looks terrible. It just think Tom Selleck, but miniature. Yeah. Yes. The yes. audiences are loving it, despite what the critics say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. We'll have to. We'll I'll finish fin it. I'll You'll finish, finish it. it. I'll start yeah, yeah. it. And, we'll finish it. And Grant and I are saying, yep. To oh, nope. yes to nope. nope. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, listen, uh, big news from Adele. She finally rescheduled, and I have some inside information. This morning, Adele uh, wrote on Twitter, words can't explain how ecstatic I am to finally be able to announce these rescheduled dates. I was truly heartbroken to cancel them. Um, but after an eternity of figuring out logistics for the show that I really want to deliver, piano and a stool and a band, hello, um, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I don't even, a piano, a stool, and a band. Well, Did what, you see her live from Griffith Park with all the makeup and the but, lighting but and everything? That's, yeah. The piano, bar, stool, and a band. And of course, it goes without <laughs> saying she's going to look good. She doesn't need to walk on water or have 
all the other stuff that her show supposedly was having, all the glitz and glamour. So anyway, she said, I know for some of you it was a horrible decision on my part. Yes, particularly for the people who were already there, the people who already had had unrefundable plane tickets and all of that stuff. Because she canceled the day of the first show. I know, that was just bad. And there were like three weekends in a row of shows. And it took forever. So the new dates are a clump in November and December with an island sort of in the middle of um, one date in January. And then she's doing all of February. And then she added eight new dates, which are all March. So I was curious about my brother. He had the first Friday in March. Okay. Of 2022. It was going to be like March 4th, 2022. Okay. So I was curious. What, right. What was he going to get offered? Okay. Tell me what he got offered because he did. He did. And okay. she starts the residency. I looked it up. She starts the Friday and Saturday before Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving weekend, and then every single weekend, the first three weekends in December and then the fourth weekend, which is December 23rd and 24th. My brother gets offered December 24th. No. Are you kidding me? I am. Wait a minute. Are I, you kidding I me? I am not Are you kidding me? Kidding you. Oh, okay. And my brother <laughs> sends me a screenshot. Your event has been <laughs> rescheduled. Don't worry. Your tickets are still valid. We've worked with the event organizer to reschedule your event. Make, reschedule. Make sure you still have a chance to attend. And it says, your new event date is December 24th, 2022 Ooh. at 8 o'clock. I'm sorry. <laughs> Who is going to go on Christmas, Christmas Eve? Eve? Or, I mean, the one... Thanksgiving I, weekend at that, too. Same, right? same thing. Now, that is that can be... Yes, more yes. accommodating than Christmas, but Let's Christmas just, Eve he, is what he got offered, and he had the very first date. He had like what? the third weekend. Oh, the oh. third week. Third well, weekend. So maybe this is the third weekend. No, it isn't. It's like the seventh weekend. Oh. It's like he got just crap, oh. and he's held on to his ticket. And then it says, "If you don't want to go, we understand you might not be able to make it." You have until August first to choose a refund. Oh, Monday, great. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So you don't get a choice of another date. Nope. You don't get a choice of, okay, I'll go in March. Wow. I could go in March or I'd rather go in January. So really, it's this date or nothing. Or go back into the system and try to buy the tickets again. Oh, that would That's really, that's pretty crappy. Not to have an option. Mm. Because who's going to go to see Tell him Christmas Eve at 8 o'clock. And even the 23rd. I mean, mm-hmm. like, my brother and his husband are going, and he he <laughs> he said for him it doesn't matter because he's not big on going to my sister's for her annual Christmas Eve open house, even though Casey and I will be there this year, mm-hmm. you know, um, because we haven't been in a couple years. But it's he doesn't have kids or he's but i think he's the rarity that is going to accept the december christmas eve dates or even someone i'm sorry but thanksgiving weekend that can be an expensive weekend to fly a real expensive weekend to fly i i went julie and i both flew last year over thanksgiving you pay so much and chaotic and chaotic and busy so she's also people got those four dates to choose from I don't know how you got lucky to get one of these other dates, but 
Um, Roger Friedman would uh, like anyone to email him at showbiz411 at Gmail if you've got a story to tell. But, I mean, I just couldn't even believe it. It said, we understand you might not be able to make it and you can request a refund by August 1st. So they're not even giving people a choice. Wow. Or like an opportunity to be in, like... Like, even give me the idea that I'm going to have a raffle, not just here's your date. Right. Let me feel like I had this opportunity. Like, we're just putting you in a bunch, even though they probably said that after the fact. But give me the email before saying we're going to put you in And they've had your money for a long oh. time. And then if you, you had... Yes, my brother mm-hmm. bought these tickets in December, and I think he paid like $800 a ticket. Right, and think about what he could have resold those tickets for. Remember we were talking yes, about the value of those? Up. And now think of if you've got one of the good weekends versus the other one and trying to, like, if you want to try to make a buck off this Christmas one, it's going to be a lot harder to sell these no, Christmas tickets. No, no, not. He's not going to. Well, no one would buy like, them, but even, I mean, I'm thinking there still, are people that would do that. I hear you, Grant. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. That's not right at all. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. The, if but you Caesar's get her, Palace took her back. They took her back because she added eight dates. So that whole thing about the Planet Hollywood, which I think Caesar's owns, Planet Hollywood, or, or is that look. MGM? I'll look. I think look, the I Caesar's, like uh, no, MGM is with Bellagio. Okay. I can't remember. They've all, I've, who the hell knows? Know Everyone that, owns each other. Well, there's like, seems like four or five big companies, but she added eight weekends a Friday, Saturday. So that's a lot of revenue yep. for Caesars. Now they've got next year, they've got basically wow. all of um, February booked with Adele and, um, you know, like three weeks in January and three weeks in March. But um, yeah, bummer for people who are getting stuck oh. with Thanksgiving weekend or like my brother, the Christmas Eve weekend. <laughs> oh, that is just a kick, Isn't to, the, it? kick to the crotch. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I was he wasn't <laughs> mad, but he was like, he's like, we're just going and yes. they're going for 24 hours I mean, wow. because what? he knows that, you know, wow. there's family right, stuff right. and my mom, the, you know, there's family. That's it's a, like Adele is oblivious to Christmas. Yeah. Like, no, just don't worry about your family. Come to Vegas, see me and maybe I'll throw in jingle bells for you. <laughs> Come on, maybe. Jeez Louise, at least do the, the 30th and something. 31st. That yeah. would have been more oh, fun. Yes. New, Year, yeah, there New you Year's, go. but they probably already have somebody booked. Good call. You know, that is wow. true. So anyway, and then, uh, heard, uh, you know, through Twitter and via the Rocco grapevine that Alanis Morissette, Kick butt at the Excel. Yeah, last night. Really it was super fun. Fun. fun show and garbage opened. And yeah, how about that? I love garbage. I yeah. love that band. And you Me know, too. they Ross Rayla said they that is a true story that garbage had their first play or concert at Seventh Street Entry. Really? Yeah, way, That's way cool. back way back when. And uh and yeah, then, so I kinda had FOMO for not being well, and we were offered. I know we loved that album, Jagged Little Pill. We knew all the songs. We didn't know it was about David. Coolie until how long? But right. Anyway, so yeah, a little that I guess it was popping downtown St. Paul yesterday or last night. Oh man, totally fun. Yeah, Madison, Wisconsin. That's where they're from. I did not realize Garbage mm-hmm. was from Madison. Great band, though. Yeah, great, great band. There's so much music this week. Gwen Stefani surprised the fans at Canterbury Summer Jam. Oh. Got up and sang with Blake Shelton. That would have oh. been fun. Chris Schneider reviewed it. He said it ended up being more of an all-male, all-country music lineup uh, for its third annual run at Canterbury. But the person who stole the show at the three-day festival this year was a woman. Gwen Stefani trotted out halfway through her husband Blake Shelton's <laughs> headlining set Saturday night. And at last, it felt like the concert was off to the races. 
15,000 fans reacted as if they'd won the pick six bet at the horse track. <laughs> that is so <laughs> funny. Is it? God, he's good right um, no, She came out to uh, No Doubts, Don't Speak. Oh, wow. And she stuck around and sang two of her and Blake's recent romance. That's ballads. so sweet, though. Isn't it? Yes, yeah. I like that. Yeah, and then Blake said, you're welcome, Minnesota. Now comes the part of the show where Gwen's finished and I'm still up here. Because he always makes kind of jokes about that. And then... 38 special couldn't take the stage. Why? Because Why? of stormy mid afternoon weather. On Saturday. On right? Saturday. Yeah, there was where they were, there was more severe weather that it kind of separated around the metro. The, the, the you yeah. know, so with their, where they were down at Canterbury, there was a little bit longer in the afternoon. At one point, I thought in the afternoon fireworks were going off. The thunder was, was so, so ominous. Yeah. Serious. Yeah. Okay. It was just wow. claps, you know, and I was like, are they are they doing an experiment out at Fort Snelling? I mean, it just <laughs> he's call. like, no, that's thunder, and but it did look very dark south. So thirty eight special didn't come on, but uh, Trace Adkins and yeah, I guess uh, the Kane Brown Friday night crowd was like only like thirteen thousand, but still a pretty good. That's a, like you said though, really heavily male based, and lot, it was last year too. Yeah, but a lot of good music this weekend. Yeah, you know, a lot of good times. Oh, anyway, all right. Well, we, um, yeah, Adele, if anyone. No, I have the best news. Oh, you do? Because I think this is something we're going to want to go to. More than Willie Fest? Um, different. Luck Fest. Luck Fest. Okay. A little different, but I think it sounds really cool. Okay. We'll be right back. Okay. okay. So <laughs> you may have heard that this was happening. And, um,. Something we want to go to. I want to go to this, and I think you will too. And Grant, I think so. So you too is going to have a residency oh, wow. at this brand new place that's being built in Las Vegas by the Venetian, oh. and it's called the MSG Sphere. Ooh. It sounds like you know no sodium, you know MSG, yeah. but whatever. <laughs> and what it is is this where the old frontier is that they took I down have, or whatever? I don't and... know, but you have to walk over this bridge to get to it. I feel like it was being built in the back of the Venetian. I think so, okay. but this place it's a one point eight billion dollar venue for the next generation of concert goers. It's just an arena. Or it's yeah. a sphere. An amphitheater. An yes. amphitheater sphere where you will be immersed in the video all around you, yeah, underneath screen, you. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. light shows and everything. So, see, Lori and I, I think Rod Stewart and I think the... Um, Rod gave us immersive. It was like we were celluloid girls on film. It, it is amazing <laughs> to me how much the backdrop behind the performers can enhance the performance. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so silly. And I said, Lori and I could go out there if they just had a cool backdrop <laughs> and some interactive things. But this is... Um, the dates are not done yet, but it's going to is be... Is the place done yet? It's going to be done next spring when this starts. Okay. The Venetian spot, this can hold 20,000 people standing and 17,500 seated. But it, they're just talking about the next generation of concert going. Yeah. Because that video screen is so powerful, mm-hmm. then to have it all around you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember kind of the first really, really, really cool video screen that we ever saw. And it was when the, the chicks performed at the state fair. Oh, yeah, they agreed. Mm-hmm. They had the most amazing, and it covered like the whole stage and went from end to end. And it mm-hmm. was with colors in different things that we'd never seen before. And that's like 2017 or something, Laura. Yeah, I think so. I think. Mm-hmm. But how powerful the video behind the performance is. 
So this sounds like a cool thing, but it, um, it's uh, by the way, MSG, which I kind of thought Madison Square Garden Company, yes, oh, is. is who they Thank paired you. it up with, and it's the largest, it's the largest LED screen in the world. The world, wow, it's huge. It's wow. covered. It's indoor. Eighteen acres it sits mm-hmm. on, and it's just east of the Venetian. This looks amazing. It's behind it, yeah. And the Venetian already is such a. They've really Venetian has come on, Lori. Yeah, I think so. In the in the last, you know, it opened with a bang, but I think it was kind of dead for a while. When I was just in Vegas this spring, mm-hmm. there was so much going on there, food wise, restaurant right. wise, shopping wise. Well, and the you know everything with COVID or whatever, but the Venetian has always been. A very Asian clientele. Oh, I didn't. I yes, didn't know that. that okay. is like. I mean, it's always done big convention business, yeah. but the um, Asian uh, population really gravitated towards the Venetian, and they had restaurants that were geared to just like the certain hotels in Waikiki really cater to the Asian traveler yes. with uh, what they have for offerings and amenities and language and stuff like that. And the Venetian, that's been one of their. Their stakeholders. Well, that's what yeah. they targeted. They're like, we want, we're going to have uh, people who are, you know, bilingual, who can speak Japanese, Chinese, Mandarin, right. whatever, blah, blah, blah. So, and it's really, and I remember when I stayed there when it first opened, the pool is beautiful, is, but it's spotty. Yeah. The sun. Yeah, it is. Yes. This, do you know that, Grant? <laughs> yes, I've stayed there. Yeah, oh. the, this, yeah. the pool spotty. You don't, you, if you're going for There's a sunbathing sun. pool experience, that's not where you no. stay. Yeah. But I think this sounds so cool. This is this is cool too. They have speakers under the floor. It's the it's got 164,000 speakers throughout the whole thing, and it's going to have the first sound experience where if you're on the floor, I you're going to. Wonder how much we're going to pay for these tickets I for know, all this like, experience. I would keep reading I'm, these. I wonder things. how much they're going to pass along oh to the concert goers. How much we'll get for the privilege of going here? It's oh. it's an amazing venue, and the speakers are all through the floor. And this, oh my, yeah. Anyway, that just sounds kind of cool to yeah. me. All right, well, something on a much smaller scale, yes. done very much the same ways it's been done since the '60s. The Newport Folk Festival happened this weekend again. Summer of 2022 is the summer of music for yes, sure. Yes, and uh, that would be um, the Newport Folk Festival, of course, in Newport, Rhode Island. And there were two wonderful surprises. First, Paul Simon. Uh, who's retired from performing? He sang the box word, uh, the boxer, excuse me, Homeward Bound, Sound of Silence, Slip Sliding Away, Graceland, and Me and Julio. So, because he is retired, and so people were, they said it was magic. Mm-hmm. And then also, Joni Mitchell flew from Los Angeles to join her friend Brandy Carlisle, Marcus Mumford, and Winona Judd. And they performed. We posted this for you now, re- Joni. Remember, she she had a devastating brain brain aneurysm in 2015, and she can walk, talk, and sing. So bravo! But she she couldn't do any of she that. She couldn't do any of. She it. had to she, learn how to play guitar, piano, walk, talk all over yeah. again. So this will blow your mind if you want to take a look at the video. Because I mean, we were watching it, and we all were like kind of getting teary eyed because Winona Judd is doing everything. First of all, both sides now, and to Marlene's oh, favorite song. Yeah. She loved the Judy Collins yep. version, we're not going to lie. Yep. That was preferred, but that is such a beautiful song. It's beautiful. So here's Joni, and then joining in will be Winona and Brandy Carlisle. I mean... Wow. Goosebumps, Goosebumps everywhere. Apparently people were posting videos of it and just calling it the most um, you know, amazing moving moment because... Oh. Of the reaction of 
you know, Winona and Brandy and, and that, that she can sing and she was playing the guitar. She mm-hmm. did another song earlier playing the guitar, looking so cute in her beret. And yes. she really does. Sitting in her great. chair and her gold chair. Just uh, just really kind of amazing. So if you want to just have your mind blown, watch that video. Yes. And as uh, B. Arthur reminded us, Joni Mitchell, it was by Prince's own admission, the most influential person on his songwriting. Wow. In fact, I was sitting with Rocco at like the first Prince, you know, thing they had after he died, that three-day thing at Paisley Park. Yeah. and. They were playing some cuts that hadn't been heard in public or whatever. And it's Prince playing A Case of You. And I am not, you know, I never have owned a Joni Mitchell album song. You know, I know, you know, or some of her songs and stuff. But, you know, um, and I looked at Rocco and I said, is that the most beautiful song Prince ever wrote? <laughs> he's like, Joni Mitchell wrote that song. <laughs> and he's covering Joni and goes, that, when you read the lyrics of a case, I could drink a case of you. It's just such a beautiful oh, uh, song about how you feel about somebody. And it's such a amazing, you know, lyric. And Prince's version is great. Of course, uh, Joni's. But I was just like, oh. Oh, I mean, that prince is just so talented. I mean, just like, I don't belong in this crowd. My media pass should be revoked immediately. You know, so that's that's posted. And I guess people were very excited about Paul Simon. Oh, come on. Can you make, first of all, Newport is such a cool spot between Providence, Rhode Island, and Boston. Yeah, it is. On the water, where the mansions were built back in the day, all the rich people would summer there. Yeah. It's such a beautiful setting. And then to have that, all that happening. Yeah. Um, Brian Freeman's uh, new book is set in Newport. Part of it is in Newport, uh, Rhode Island, about. a very rich family, and there's a connection. It's a very good thriller, but yeah, Newport. It is kind of a, an amazing destination. I experienced destination. it with you. Yeah, I know. We went there a lot. Yeah, the Vanderbilt Mansion. Mm-hmm. I've got a case of you, Prince, here, which oh, you're talking about. It. This is beautiful. So yeah, what a song, though. Yeah. The case. I mean, you're right. I'd never even heard that before. That's amazing. Isn't that a beautiful song? Yeah. It's so fun to visit some yeah. of the old music. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, I'm yeah, so happy. She That's made posted, people, right? Yeah, it's posted. Mm-hmm. And she, I believe they performed yesterday. But Winona Judd is just making, you know, she's thinking of about, about her mom, both sides now. And then that's such a sentimental sweet can make you cry anyway kind of a song yeah she's just looking everywhere Mm -hmm. and and yeah marcus mumford was uh playing is he the one that's going off on his own yeah 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 the one who's married to um our gal the actress can't pick her name the little blonde one yes all right you all carrie mulligan thank you julia deep cut all right (laughs) we'll be right back